All right, welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Biggie. We have a special guest today. Special guest, Booge. Booge, how are you doing? Good, man. Yeah, good. you're good. Always. We're here to talk basketball. Yeah. So I'm here to talk about only thing I can talk about. Oh come on, you can. We, we should start an SYP gaming podcast. I will let. I will like get it all set up so you could get your SYP gaming podcast and overtake us like within like two months. Yeah, nobody cares about the games I play, man. What like Pokemon? Oh yeah, League of Legends. It's terrible games, you know. All right. Well, anyways, uh, we're here to talk about basketball. It's the NBA playoffs. We are recording this at. 4.54 in the afternoon with the Lakers game going on tonight and because we are Lakers fans this yep. podcast could be totally irrelevant by the time it actually comes out but I'm just going to go out and say that the Lakers will win game two and and Charles Barkley will look like an idiot once again I mean if it's going to make Charles Barkley look like an idiot I think it's a uh, pretty good odds but. yeah yeah um the Lakers obviously lost game one to Portland, 193. Mm, something like that. Danny Green couldn't shoot for his, as his life depended on it. Um, Anthony Davis didn't make a three. What, they actually shot, I think, like 15% the entire game from three-point range. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you feel about the Lakers as a Lakers fan? Like, are you, Does Portland scare you? Man, shout out to my man KCP. He got, <laughs> scored one point the entire game. You couldn't even make a basket. One free throw. That's all you got. But I, I, I don't think you. Ha- I don't think right now you have to be scared about Portland. Like obviously, they. This is a team that probably like when they were healthy. If they were fully healthy, they probably should have been competing for like a fourth, five, four, five seed, maybe even higher. We don't know. Like they didn't get as many games together as they should have, but. Um, I think that the Lakers just need to kind of let go of playing like their original players, like Danny Green and KCP as much. You know, you went out, you got J.R. Smith, you got Deion Waiters, you got Mark, you got Markeith Morris. Like I don't, I don't see why you don't use those guys more. I was a bit worried. Not gonna lie, I was a bit worried when Caruso was guarding Lillard. Like I like Caruso as like you know sneaky good athlete. You know he's a little you know gotta watch out for him, and yeah. and he was actually guarding probably the hottest player in the NBA right now. Yeah, it was a little nerve wracking. Um, I I will say though I did like Nurkic's game the other night. I thought Nurkic played well. Yeah. Um, the Blazers are good. I don't think any you know. I don't think that's news to anybody. Um, I don't think Zach Collins is going to be playing. He missed game one with a high ankle sprain. That's not saying too much. Yeah, so the Lakers should win game two, hopefully. Um, do, do you think the Lakers just have to rely more on their stars, or is it more the bench guys that need to put up? I think it's definitely not just like the stars like Anthony Davis you said shooting the three ball not great it's not like where he should always be though so I think his production inside the paint where he or like even mid-range is probably doing better than average so it's probably doing quite good LeBron having 25 points 15 assists 15 rebounds like it's not really a question of who exactly needs to step up I just think everybody 
kind of needs to elevate it a bit more. Like we haven't seen one of those LeBron carry games in a while, where he just kind of just takes over the whole game, right? Like you used to see those all the time. I, I want to see him this year. Uh, it's funny you mention that because that well, we'll come back to the Lakers in a little bit with their game too and the rest of the playoffs. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are yep. probably the most disappointing team so far. And I compared Joel Embiid to 2018 LeBron, where Embiid is obviously like Embiid. Like he, you know, he does like enough good things and enough, you know, superstar-ish things that, you know, he's clearly the best player on the team. But the rest of Philadelphia just looks like absolute dog shit. Like Tobias Harris, awful. Josh Richardson, awful. Um... Do any of the superstars... Do, does Ben get moved? Does Embiid get moved? Does Tobias Harris get moved? And why is it going to be Embiid? Oh, that's a, that's a big <laughs> one right there. Uh, I, I wouldn't think Embiid's getting moved. I think Tobias could be getting moved, yeah. definitely. Um, I think you could definitely... I don't think they'll move a ton of people just because they don't have Ben Simmons and they're thinking, okay, well, we're playing... You know, limited at our point guard position. Ben Simmons, like great defender, adds a lot of playmaking, ball movement. I think that right now you're kind of just thinking, oh, we don't have Ben Simmons, we're not going to play as well. So maybe they don't make as many moves in the off season. But I don't think Tobias Harris will be around next year. Like I, he does have a big contract and but I think that you could move to Tobias Harris you could definitely look to get more depth on your team I don't see how Brett Brown makes it after this year um cause <clears throat> we said the last time I had you on yeah we haven't played basketball in four months and if Philly has if Brett Brown if Philadelphia hasn't figured out an offense in four months for all yeah. of these guys then you're done and the offense so far has just been give and beat the ball, and because none of it, like Harris can't shoot. Richardson, I mean, he Harris can shoot. He just hasn't been shooting well. Neither, neither is Richardson. God. Uh-uh. <coughs> okay. I might have COVID. Um. So, yeah, yeah, it's a sensitive issue in today's time. No, um, I just don't know how with Philadelphia. They can like use the excuse, oh Simmons was the reason that we you know didn't do well against Boston. It's like yeah, but the entire season you've been like pretty pathetic yeah. away from home. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm inter- I'm interested with who if if the Harris you know deal comes this off season. I think definitely Harris could get moved. I think a lot of teams are interested in in him like lately. Like maybe like the, like the past two, three games he's been shooting poorly. But when the NBA restarted, he looked like he was the best player on that team until Embiid kind of got into the groove of things. Uh, because I was gonna say I I really like Shake Milton. I think Milton. I don't know if Milton's an every you know, every game starter, but he's at least a, a good role player to have mm-hmm. around. Um, I mean, just it sort of works for some reason with Embiid and Horford. Yeah. I don't know if maybe they get rid of Horford too. That was another big move that they made in the off season and it just like yeah. never worked. Yeah. So they could get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Um 
do you, is there any chance Philadelphia comes back against Boston? I don't think so. I think Boston is, when they're playing their full potential, they're probably the best team in the East. So the Celtics are up 2 nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh although I think they've fairly close games, like 10 points, I think it's been the difference in both yeah. games so far. Um, average, I don't know if they're exactly 10 points. Um, so the Celtics are looking good. Yeah. Tatum's looking good. I want to get your thoughts on the Tatum thing, because I think you might have shared it with me, but Tatum was complaining about not getting the calls uh, like other superstars in the league. Yeah. Do you think that Tatum should get the calls that other superstars get, or do you think we should just reduce all the calls together and treat everybody equally? I would say reducing calls to everybody, because there's some games where I watch, and it's like, okay, like Giannis touches a guy, the guy gets a foul, or Giannis, you know, there's a lot of times where Giannis should get called for a charge, but he called for a block instead. But And then there's other games where... Like, I watched Houston versus Milwaukee, and then there were, like, no calls to Giannis and every call to Harden. Like, I think everybody should probably get called the same. I don't think you should be calling specific guys because they're doing small, specific things that allow them to get more calls. Like, I just think that, like, those small little touch fouls, like, where people just rip the ball and just pretend like they're shooting, like... No one, you should never call those. Like, it's just not very good for the game. I I blame Harden, although I think Steph had something to do with that a little bit. Um, but I do, yeah. It's really just shitty when like every play ends up in a foul, or there's a it feels like there's a foul on every play. Yeah. And hearing Tatum complain that he needs to get you know called like other stars, it's like. Okay, well, there's too many fouls in this game. In, t- in today's NBA, there's too many fouls anyway, so... Yeah, but if you're just looking at, like, the highest points, like Giannis, Harden, even Kyle Lowry, like, just up there. And then, you know, like, everybody else is down there. You know, you kind of want to get, like, at least a middle ground between that, if you're Tatum, I think. Because Tatum would probably be probably around, like, the average amount of calls. And then you, he sees other guys, like... Who he's, who he's, like, close to getting as good as that are getting, like, triple the amount of calls, you know. Okay, can we talk about Kyle Lowry then? Because Kyle okay. Lowry just plays like a fucking fullback in a football game and doesn't actually play a point guard position. Like, I saw him against Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and they were praising him for, you know, probably the 900th time this season, drawing a foul and, like, selling it a little yep. bit, and he's flopping over to the side, and it's like... Unapologetically, yeah, the biggest flopper currently. Yes, and it's just like this is not good. I don't want to see this. That's clearly a flop. Like that's clearly not an at least an intentional foul. Like Kyle Lowry really frustrates me just from a flopping, drawing fouls perspective because he really should be playing running back for the Seahawks right now instead of point guard for the Raptors. But you know. The Raptors are good. Best team in the East right now with the, since we've returned in the bubble. I think they yeah. were 8-1 and one if you include their playoff games. I think they were 6-1 and one in the 6-1 uh, six, six in the seeding games. And then 8-1 and one if you include their playoff wins over Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was saying that the Raptors needed to sweep Brooklyn just to prove to people that they are legit. Obviously, the Raptors are not going to get the major attention in the United States, but... 
in Canada. They're like the only things you hear about, really. Pretty much, yo. But they are very good. Kyle, as much as we don't like his antics, you know, he's... You know, he wins. He's, I have he's to a top that. point guard. He's the best defensive point guard right now, outside of maybe Marcus Smart. Yeah. But, but yeah. also Kyle Lowry's a starter. Yeah. And he's a great scorer. You gotta give the Raptors credit, though. They are yeah. uh, on the verge here. I, I wonder what the bubble scenario if like, if you're in a bubble, would do you just want to sweep Brooklyn and just take a whole bunch of time off? I well, think that would be nice. I think it would be nice, too. And then you just go play, you know, skeet ball or whatever, at, you know, at the arcade at Disney World or Cornhole. Oh, yeah. Or you just, you know, you go to the poker table, you see, <laughs> you see, you know, you see Giannis, and you're like, hey, buddy, what happened to the Magic the other day? Uh, let's talk about that. The Bucks lost game one. They are are they winning? Are they currently won today? They are currently winning ninety five eighty one in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter over the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, or over the Orlando Magic. Excuse me. Uh, as much as the Bucks sh- like should win this series, it does feel like the Orlando Magic are just the perpetual eighth seeds of a franchise. Like they just mm-hmm. they don't seem like anything more than an eighth seed as a franchise. Yeah, I mean. They're missing some guys, and some guys haven't hit the level that, you know, I think the organization may be expected of them. Tough for uh, Jonathan Isaac, by the way. That was a, yeah. that was a tough loss. Uh, Terrence Ross had a good game the other day. Yep. Terrence Ross, I think a lot of teams are going to be looking at him. Yeah. You know, trying to get them on their team. You know, I think, I mean, anything that anybody that's trying to contend or looking for three-point shooting and defense you know they want Terrence Ross coming off the bench yeah he uh he's played a big part for the Magic this year yeah uh the Magic uh clearly riding a hot hand of Nikola Vucevic who uh is a 30 and 15 player a game for some reason average like averaging he's, he's pretty good man I did not realize that he was averaging like 30 and 15 a game like I thought he was you know Orlando Magic good but I didn't think he was like that good but I mean, good for good for them to at least get a game. He's the best player on that roster. I guess that is true. I think he would be the best player on. Vucevic would be the best player on the Knicks roster. <laughs> Vucevic would be the best player on. I'm trying to think of what other rosters. Probably not, not Golden State, not Minnesota. Maybe the Bulls. I know they got Levine. He would, he would be the best on the Bulls. I think Vucevic could even be the best player on the Timberwolves, potentially. Oh my god, that's a hot take. It's, it is a hot take, but I think he's pretty. He's really underrated. I mean, he made an all-star, first All-Star selection two years ago. Like, I think he should have been All-Star before that. I mean, you can also say with the Timberwolves that they really should have traded Cat. And instead, they brought in Russell, and they're gonna bring in Booker, I guess, in a few years here, and just ride that trio. But really, like bringing in Russell from Minnesota was really just the you know, let's have a kid try and save the marriage type thing. It's like that's absolutely not what you should have done, bro. You should have definitely broken up with your girlfriend. Um, I don't. I think that that was the only good player they had, K Towns at the time. Really, they have him on the extension. He's definitely could be a franchise player. I just don't think there's anything else around there for him. Oh come on! Don't disrespect Jarrett Culver like that. Don't <laughs> don't uh, 
don't hate on uh, my man. Uh, fuck, I can't think of any other Timberwolves. Yep, the that's, Gorgie, that's the point. Uh, Gorgie Dang. Uh, he's out of there. Oh, fuck. Okay, let's move on from Minnesota then. Uh, your boy, Tyler Harrow, is yep. kind of dominating, but not really because there's another rookie white guy who is tearing it up for the Duncan Miami. Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. And uh, are the Miami Heat kind of your bandwagon team? We know they're Desi's yep. bandwagon team. I mean, Desi hopped on it, and then he never got off. So I do know that one. Bit, I gotta respect that. Uh, two things: one, Bracken grade ten science yeah. when he was saying, "Don't sleep on Justice Winslow." That kid's gonna be special, and like he was still saying that up until before he got traded. Like, yeah. don't don't sleep on Justice Winslow, man. Like, man he's th- loyal, man. He's loyal, but also he's not loyal because. I, there was a day where I remember him, like, he had three different logos on of, like, a Raptors something, <laughs> a Cavs something, and a Heat something. Yeah. Like, he had a, a Heat hat and a Cavs shirt or something. He likes something. LeBron, man. He got the Heat, he got the Cavs, he got the LeBron toe. And, yeah, and he, brought, and he got a Raptors thing, too. Like, he definitely wore, like, three teams in one day, one time. I swear to God. Um, so, are you on the Miami Heat bandwagon now? Because you, they got two... White guys who can shoot. Jimmy Butler. They got four, man. I mean, four, realistic. Two rookie white guys who can shoot. Yeah. Man, Kelly O's still... Production's really high, you know? Even, I think he's pretty slept on, too, but... Canadian Kelly, Kelly O'Leary. Yes. I, hey, I never forget that. I mean, TSN, ESPN Canada, they always tell me this. They tell me this every single time <laughs> I see him. On the screen. Is that like Jason Tatum? I was like, he's only 21, but now he's still like 23. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so your team, the, the Miami Heat, pretty much, your bandwagon team, uh, are going to pretty much beat the Indiana Pacers? Yeah, I it's, think so. It's not really close? I, th- I mean, it is on paper, it is close. Yeah, but it's on, yeah. I think, I think if everybody, well, not everybody, but like, when you have more guys on the Heat shooting well than not, they're close to unstoppable offensively. It's really too bad for my boy DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, I don't want to say friend of the pod, but friend of the pod, DeMontis Sabonis. Um, hopefully we can get him on here soon. <laughs> I, uh, I really like Indiana, just with their jerseys, uh, some of their pieces, but Miami is the better team, mm-hmm. and they do have the better jerseys. Um, True. So it's really tough, like being, you know, trying to root for Indiana against the Miami Heat when the Heat have a lot going. But you know, at least you're not a Sixers fan. True. Or at least you're not Jalen Rose in the '98, you know, Eastern Conference Finals. It's like, oh, we had him, and you didn't. You lost. Uh, that's that's basically the experiences of a Pacers fan. Um, What's the last East Series? Did we talk about all the East Series? Toronto, Brooklyn, we talked about that. Orlando, Milwaukee, we talked about that. Miami, yeah, so we talked about yep. all the East. Let's talk about the West. OKC, Houston, I hate this series with my guts. Um, <laughs> Houston leads 2 nothing. They won today, 111-98. Um, are the Rockets really that good? Are they actually, like, obviously Harden is good and Westbrook is good as much as I hate to say it. They are good, but... Are they really that good? Like, I think they're the dark horse of the Western Conference. I think if you like, if you're not taking like the Clippers, 
I think you can take the Rockets. Okay. Um, counterpoint. Yeah. Nuggets, dark horse in the West. Not that I, you know, I think the I think the Rockets are kind of like with the Nuggets and sort of the Jazz of just like yeah. not gonna win the West, but at least you have to respect them and you have to. I think there's too many questions for the Nuggets, for me. What I'm thinking about. Yeah. Like, can Michael Porter Jr. really carry this team? Like, as a rookie, quote. You know, the guy I really liked with Denver, um, and mostly because we were watching the Lakers Nuggets seeding yeah. game. And my father was asking, who is this guy on the Nuggets who's trying to make it? And, you know, who, who thinks he's good? It was P.J. Dozier. He's, oh, yeah. And so, you know, P.J. Dozier is kind of our guy now that we're rooting for okay. on the Nuggets. Um, I get what you – like, I've always had that thing with, like, what actually is this team and what are the Nuggets trying to do here? Mm. At least with Houston, they have a plan. Even if it's a shitty plan, they have a plan. Like, of just, like, we're going to shoot the fuck out of the ball and you're not going to be able to defend us. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was still watching the Rockets today, and their defense looks really good. Like, other than maybe, like, you know, a Boban coming in. But, you know, I watched the Rockets in the Mavs game, too. Like, teams are afraid to put in seven-foot centers, even though, like, it helps their production on, on the offense. Because defensively, they can't match up. And, you know, I think it kind of depends on... You know, maybe there's, like, a 6'10", like, 7-footer guy that can, like, run, like, David Robinson type guy, just running mm-hmm. around, like, very fast on his feet for, like, a, t- a big man. Yes. Like, you, if you had one of those guys, like, they could, you could definitely dominate the Rockets, but I just don't think right now there are any centers that are really like that. I think the closest is DeAndre Ayton, and he's still too slow. Aiden, Aiden, I like. He's had, he yeah. had, a, he had a good bubble, but um, I will say, going back to the Lakers, I know we're kind of hip hop, like, you know, jumping a little bit from place to place. Yeah, we're but world tour, world tour, world star. But pretty much with the Lakers, um, I am tired of watching both Javale and Dwight miss putback. Like they, they just like they miss the putback dunks, and it's like. Why else are you on the floor? Like, <laughs> if you can't put back a, 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 a rebound and get two points, I don't know how many of those they missed on fucking Tuesday night that they could have got that would have helped them. But it's like, come on. Like, what are you doing? And just, yeah, the Lakers as a whole not playing very well. And, yeah, the games are still close. They're only down, like, what, to like 10 points, about 10 points each game. They were winning part of Tuesday's yeah. game, too. and. They just couldn't get it done. Just like bad stretches and just poor performances from some specific players. Would you put in JR and Waiters for a longer period of time? I hundred percent would. Yeah. Like JR knows how to play with LeBron. Like people like talk about like, oh, like does that really matter? But J.R. Smith, he's a smart defender, as much as people like don't really care about that or know know that. Like he's obviously you know, one of the best three point shooters, like Number nine all time on all time threes made. Yeah, you know, I mean Harden could pass him like next game, but doesn't matter. Um, you know, you you just have you see the credentials, NBA champion, and you know he knows how to play off of LeBron. He played off of LeBron for three years. Maybe actually, hot take this: the place for J.R. Smith is to go is Philadelphia, so he they can recreate the 2018 Cavs with Joel Embiid as the LeBron. 
Um, trying to think of how that would all work. Um, it's TJ McConnell, their their white guy on the team. So you have McConnell as a, as a Kevin Love almost. Type. No, I think he's on Indiana. Now. Is he on Indiana? They need a they need a big white guy on uh, on Philly. Um, yeah, we'll see how the Lakers do tonight in Game Two. Again, this could all be totally irrelevant. Um, other series going on in the Western Conference: Denver and Utah. I was surprised that Utah played as well as they did yesterday. Um, pleasantly surprised because I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a Donovan Mitchell guy. Yeah. So it's nice to see that they are actually getting along. Um, I still think Denver wins this series. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean we'll see. Maybe maybe Donovan keeps up his production. How many points did he have? Like just now, he had like another thirty. Maybe? Yeah, he had something ridiculous the other day. They oh, yeah, Utah, 57 the other yeah, day. Yeah, he had... He had... Uh, said Donovan had 30 yesterday. Yeah. In game two uh, for the Jazz. Uh, Jordan Clarkson had 26. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson, that's my, that's my guy. Uh, so, someone did a... I saw on Twitter... Someone did a Photoshop of Jordan Clarkson in a Lakers jersey, and it was like, imagine if this guy was on the Lakers right Just now. Imagine. And it's, imagine that. And it's like, it's really easy to imagine, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> he, he, yeah. Um, a lot of painful memories that came up. Yeah. A lot of Lakers games I watched that I could have been doing more productive things. Hey, you know what, man? It's okay. We we. Again, Jordan Clarkson, friend of the pod here. We like Jordan Clarkson. We love Jordan Clarkson, man. We, we, this is a Stan Jordan Clarkson podcast. Um, yes, sir. So, Utah, uh, Utah and Denver, you like Denver? I like Denver. All right. I, I don't think Mike Conley on the Jazz is, has enough production for uh, how hyped people had it. Yeah. Um, that was really underwhelming. Uh, the other series in the West, Lakers, or not Lakers, Clippers in the Mavericks. Yeah. Um, stops with the sketchy ejection in game one. Yep. Um, that was probably not smart. Also kind of dumb. Yeah. I mean, you just got to keep your head. You, your team needs you to play 35 or more minutes. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, yeah, he wouldn't have learned that with the Knicks. Um, True. He's getting all of his playoff experience now. Do you think the Mavs will actually upset the Clippers? Mm, I think there is a good chance. Like, I think there is a good chance, but I think right now, like, the Clippers are probably most people's favorite to win the title if you're not in Canada. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they have insane depth, and, you know, people, like... I think it was funny, you know, Paul George just not for, not having a good day yesterday. You know, you see shoulder injuries coming back just in time for playoff P. I I really was like, oh, this is the playoffs when I saw that Paul George video of him with yeah. like his shoulder iced up. It's like, oh yeah, playoff P, full effect. We're we're now in the playoffs. Um, Luca, man, uh, that dude can ball. That dude yeah. can ball. Um, you know, I 
would feel bad if Kawhi didn't make the, you know, to the championship again, like, a little bit, because I know how much going to the Clippers meant to him. Mm-hmm. I would be okay if Luka Doncic, you know... Got his upset? Got his upset. Yeah. It, it's a bit... It's kind of a... It's a good series for Dallas in that they could either beat the Clippers, which is a pretty significant win for their franchise... Or they can get some playoff experience, and you know, yeah, against a very good team, against a very good, smart team with Kawhi, and you know, the re- just those guys, like the Pat Bevs and the yeah. like Lou Williams and yeah, the Shamits. Yeah, you're playing against a team like everybody buys into it. Yeah, so Dallas, I think this is a win-win for them. Um, so yeah, the, the, that's kind of our our playoff talk. Or am I missing one? No, I'm. No, I'm, I'm good. We did talk about Oklahoma City and Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, draft tonight. Draft lottery, yep. I should say. Draft lottery tonight. Um, Anthony Edwards is the projected number one overall pick mm-hmm. uh, from Georgia, so maybe it wouldn't be bad if Atlanta got him. Uh, what what do you know? What do you know about the draft? Who you like? Who's your guy in the draft that people I should mean, look out I for? I think anybody and everybody knows that my guy is Lamelo Ball in this draft. How tall is he now? Is he like 6'5"? 6'7", 6'8". 6'7", Jesus. Um, his, also, his older brother, Lonzo, mm-hmm. God, one of the most underwhelming. He is present in the NBA. He apparently. is in the NBA, but he was one of the most underwhelming players in this. Like, if yep. I had to make an all-bad team for this bubble... He was in attendance he, to each he, game. Yes. yes he, he, he would... He, Lonzo would... Be in all. Lonzo got Alvin Gentry fired. Let's just put it that way. Like if the Pelicans, I think, made the playoffs, Gentry Gentry would have stayed another year at least. But Mm -hmm. he got Gentry fired. Yeah, I think that and the organization wanting to risk Zion. I think that combination kind of just ended it. That was not very smart. Uh, So Lamelo, Lamelo's your guy. Yep. Tall point guard. I'm assuming he plays like his brother. Or can no. he shoot? Or can he shoot? He shoots more? way better. He shoots way better. Okay. All right. Talking about like a six eight guy, who could be like Trey Young. Okay. Like, like Trey Young, but like six eight, has way better athleticism than Trey Young. Could actually be useful on defense. I was gonna say, can Trey like can Lamelo Ball play four quarters of? Uh, valuable basketball instead of like getting all of his points like in garbage time at the end of the game. Well, I watched some. Uh, I watched some of the uh, the JBL, yeah, the Australian League, yeah, and they play very physical. Like it's kind of like watching. It's kind of like watching like the Pacers, or like the Heat, or like the or like 2000, the Celtics. Two thousands yeah, like, NBA basketball. Like it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty physical. Like. And you know, they they hear like, oh, the mellow ball's coming. We're yeah. we're gonna rough him up for sure. Like, I mean, if you you go to a league and you're you're thinking like, oh, I'm gonna be the star. You know, the guys are gonna rough you up, right? Like, they're not gonna let you just come here and dominate everybody, right? I think that was one of the things Luca says that the NBA is actually much easier to play in than like European basketball, just because of like the fouls you get called like. You get so many foul calls your way here. Yeah. And just the actual, like, style of the game. It's just easier here for, like, with all the three-point shooting, it's just easier for those guys to succeed. So, you know, maybe LaMelo Ball actually becomes, you know, a successful, then you know, long-ventured NBA, you know, 
player. Maybe not superstar, yeah. but player. Um, to the drafts tonight, then. Yeah. Uh, other teams, teams that aren't in the bubble are going to be practicing. I don't know if they're going to go into a bubble next year. Mm-hmm. But that'll be interesting to see how, you know, the Knicks come back and, you know, try and be relevant in a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, otherwise, not a whole lot else going on with basketball. Just playoff, well, I'm sure we'll bring you back on here. You know, we'll get, you're basically yeah. like the NBA insider. You're the Woj of Speak Your Peace, I would say. Um, and I'm not much of a Shams guy, I'm more of a Woj guy. No offense to Shams. Uh, just basically calling him out here. Uh, final thoughts, any, uh, any, any other mentions you want to put out? People to shout out, like basketball players, Don't you don't have to go all arming on here. But any, you know, basketball players or any other people that need to get mentioned on here? Nah, I won't be an Armin guy. You're not going to be an Armin guy? I don't think so. All right. Well, I got one question, though. Who yeah. do you think is going to go number one? First overall? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Anthony Edwards. Okay. If I had the first overall pick, yeah. I would take Obi Toppin. Okay. I, I think Toppin was... Last year was not a great year for college basketball, and just nope. compared to the year before in terms of prospects and stars, I thought Toppin was the best guy out of anybody I saw last year, um, and he played for Dayton, which was just amazing to see. Not only him being the best player, but doing mm-hmm. it for um, a mid-major, really impressive. I I would just I think when you get to these drafts, and it's kind of the same with hockey. Not as much with football, but definitely more hockey and basketball. You take the best player available. And I think Obi Toppin is the best player in this draft. I think he, he, you find a way to make Toppin work, depending on what your team is like. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I could see Toppin going with uh, Golden State. I, yeah. could, I could see him, you know, going to the Knicks somehow. You know, they could get rid of some one of their other power forwards and... He's a bit crowded in L.A., or not in L.A., in um, Atlanta, because mm-hmm. they have already Collins and Capella. So it's a bit tight with with Toppin. Yeah. But I would take Toppin first overall. Who would, you, so you take you take Ball, I take Toppin. I think it depends on which team I am, really, what I'm looking for. If I'm trying to look for somebody who I can integrate right away for playoffs, I think I'm going with Obi Toppin think if I'm trying to rebuild my franchise or I'm probably going with depending on Carson Edwards or LaMelo Ball. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, yeah. Carson yeah. Edwards. That's a guy I would shout out. I, I I like I I really I liked Edwards last year and Williams. Langford not as much. But like Robert Williams and Carson Edwards just myself, I really liked watching them play. Um, maybe Anthony Edwards would be doing better than Carton Edwards this year. Uh, thank you very much, Fooch, for coming on. That's yeah. the podcast. Uh, go Lakers. And uh, maybe even go Raptors. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe go Heat. Shout out to my guy, Fred Van Vliet. Freddie. Freddie, gets, Freddie and, and Spicy P get some love here on this podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back with more stuff later. Peace out.